You're listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. Out Loud Bible Project is on a mission to read the entire Bible out loud in a conversational and approachable way, so you can recognize your part in this conversation between you and God. Hey, welcome back to the Out Loud Bible Project Podcast. We're reading the Bible like a conversation so that we can find our next best yes in our relationship with God. Were you wondering if I was going to skip the Song of Solomon? (laughs) If you've been following up to this point, you know that the Song of Solomon is the next book in the Bible. Uh, Nope, not skipping it. Here we are. It's the last of the wisdom books of the Bible. And each wisdom book is God's wisdom on a different aspect of life. And Song of Solomon is God's wisdom on love. Now, look, this book is weird for us in the 21st century, okay? Can we just admit it? And here are some of the reasons it's difficult for us to read. First of all, it's poetry. Beyond that, it's ancient poetry. So the language is flowery and illustrative, and they use metaphors and references that don't translate well to the different time and the culture that we're in today. Second of all, it reads almost like a play script. The different stanzas are labeled as lover and beloved and friends, so it it doesn't read like a normal narrative or even a love letter. Plus, the fact that the friends are involved at all in this very intimate conversation is a bit awkward to us today. Third of all, we tend to read our own innuendos into it, making some awkward or funny moments. So just because it seems like an obvious reference or innuendo today, it does not mean that that's what was intended then. But this book did intend to make sexual references and innuendos, and even the ancient Jews knew it, all right? A Jewish boy could not read this book until he was 13, which was the age he was considered a man. So it was intended to be a bit steamy, which is not lost on us even today. And finally... It's a difficult read because the entire book is an allegory. You can read it as face value and see it as the celebration of love between newlyweds and the attitude and honor that should be true in a marriage. That's appropriate. That's true. It can also be read as a representation of Jesus's love for us. And that hits weird for us, right? So to help reconcile that. Let's not elevate sex in our minds as the highest expression of love and unity. Sex itself is an illustration of the unity of God in the first place. That's why he designed it. And that's why Satan has worked so hard to degrade and demean it. So maybe reading this book can be an exercise in reclaiming how God views sex and unity in love while still being able to fully enjoy each. So if you're willing to sit with me through the awkward, I think God has some good insights for us. Let's start with Song of Solomon chapters 1 through 3. The Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Beloved, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is better than wine. Your oils have a pleasing fragrance. Your name is oil poured out, therefore their virgins love you. Take me away with you, let's hurry, the king has brought me into his rooms. friends. We will be glad and rejoice in you. We will praise your love more than wine. Beloved, they are right to love you. I am dark but lovely, you daughters of Jerusalem, like Kedar's tents, like Solomon's curtains. 
Don't stare at me because I'm dark, because the sun has scorched me. My mother's sons were angry with me. They made me keeper of the vineyards. I haven't kept my own vineyard. Tell me, you whom my soul loves, where you graze your flock, where you rest them at noon, for why should I be as one who is veiled beside the flocks of your companions? Lover, if you don't know, most beautiful among women, follow the tracks of the sheep. Graze your young goats beside the shepherd's tents. I've compared you, my love, to a steed in Pharaoh's chariots. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings, your neck with strings of jewels. Friends, we will make you earrings of gold with studs of silver. Beloved, while the king sat at his table, my perfume spread its fragrance. My beloved is to me a sachet of myrrh that lies between my breasts. My beloved to me is a cluster of henna blossoms from the vineyards of Engedi. Lover, behold, you are beautiful, my love. You are beautiful. Your eyes are like doves. Beloved, behold, you are beautiful, my beloved. Yes, pleasant, and our couch is verdant. Lover, the beams of our house are cedars, our rafters are firs. Beloved, I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. Lover, as a lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. Beloved, as the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight. His fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banquet hall. His banner over me is love. Strengthen me with raisins. Refresh me with apples, for I am faint with love. His left hand is under my head. His right hand embraces me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose or by the hinds of the field, that you not stir up nor awaken love until it so desires. The voice of my beloved, behold, he comes, leaping on the mountains, skipping on the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young deer. Behold, he stands behind our wall. He looks in at the windows. He glances through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, rise up, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. For behold, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of the singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree ripens her green figs. The vines are in blossom, and they give out their fragrance. Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. Lover, my dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places of the mountainside, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that plunder the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. Beloved, my beloved is mine, and I am his. He browses among the lilies. Until the day is cool and the shadows flee away, turn, my beloved, and be like a roe or a young deer on the mountains of Bethair. By night on my bed I sought him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I didn't find him. I'll get up now and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares I'll seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I didn't find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. Have you seen him whom my soul loves? I had scarcely passed from them when I found him whom my soul loves. I held him, and I wouldn't let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house, into the room of her who conceived me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose or by the hinds of the field that you not stir nor awaken love until it so desires. Who is this who comes up from the wilderness like pillars of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense with all spices of the merchant? Behold, 
It is Solomon's carriage. Sixty mighty men are around it, of the mighty men of Israel. They all handle the sword and are expert in war. Every man has a sword on his thigh because of the fear in the night. King Solomon made himself a carriage of the wood of Lebanon. He made his pillars of silver, its bottom of gold, its seat of purple, the middle of it being paved with love from the daughters of Jerusalem. Go out, you daughters of Zion, and see Solomon with the crown with which his mother has crowned him in the days of his weddings, in the days of his gladness of heart. Have you ever seen a strong, healthy relationship? And you think, wow, I want that kind of relationship. Just like the husband's banner over his wife is love, God himself is love and wants to be the banner over your life so that when anyone sees you, God wants them to see, wow, they are loved by God. What an amazing relationship they have. I want that kind of relationship too. And that's exactly the kind of relationship he offers them and offers you. That's the Thinking Out Loud thought for today. You've been listening to the Out Loud Bible Project podcast with Mike Dominey. When you become a patron of Out Loud Bible Project, you help make the Bible accessible for people who desperately need to know they have a role in this conversation with God. To learn more, visit outloudbible.com and click support this project. Thanks for listening.